Hi there. We are so glad to see you here in our little town. You may have heard of us before, and while you can't believe everything you read, we hope you are prepared to enjoy your stay. Because here, anything can happen. So, lock your doors, set aside your assumptions, broaden your mind, and enjoy your trip to Superstition. Episode 10, Parallel Worlds, Part 1. Is enough of that, thanks. <clears throat> hey, it's Tom. You there? Okay, I guess we should find out how this ends, right? I mean, it has to mean something. There has to be an ending that makes sense. Otherwise, what was this for exactly? Okay, here we go. Back to the Journal of Sam St. James. We've been on the river for two weeks. Rough waters. But two days ago, the river forked and plunged over a steep drop beyond. I'm hoping to return from this trip with some kind of map, so volunteered to scout the way forward. Oliver Bishop has come with me, to my surprise. For two days we've traveled together in the lightest canoe we've got. The land has gotten stranger, the river narrower, and I've no idea what we're looking for. Last night we made a fire on a sandy bank and drank the whiskey I'd hidden away. He told me more about his encounter with the poltergeist in Boston, and the stars were bright. This morning things took a turn. I found footprints in the sand. Work boots. Someone is following us. Has been, I believe, since we left the main group. My gut tells me it's one of the doctor's hired men. Oliver won't tell me what they could want, but I feel hunted. It's all I can do to stop myself ducking for cover like I'm in the war. Traveled on until the river cleared. Two hours hacking brush so the boat could pass through two more hours doubling back on our tracks to lose our trail. Oliver was furious with me. He was certain we'll find something at the bend of the river ahead. I felt more certain we'll find the wrong end of someone's pistol first. Oliver was furious, but he wouldn't tell me why the men he came on this expedition with would follow without us knowing. So I led us round in circles for another two hours, through mud and sand and a hornet's nest for good measure. Then I refused to light a fire. We sat shivering on the shoreline together side by side, both of us in angry silence. You must promise to believe me, Oliver said, eventually, as I'm afraid I'm in over my head. I could never promise anything else. They wish to protect their investment, he said. By that I mean me. 
They don't care two figs about you. They'd be just as happy to let you drown or let you go. But I know the location of the city. Only I know the myth. What city? What myth? This is what he tells me. Mr. Ambrose Ryan is one of the wealthiest men in New York City. Oliver met him at a party in Boston last year, and Ryan professed to be a fan, which made Oliver nervous. The fear turned to excitement when Ryan brought up a legend Oliver had written about, the seven cities of gold rumored to be hidden in the pueblos of New Mexico territory. Coronado's expedition to Cibola had not uncovered the truth Oliver had written, and his conquering of the region had in fact destroyed the white man's hope of finding the true location of the city. Oliver believed the city's riches to be immense, but less literal. He was certain it protected a treasure beyond gold and diamonds. Sitting at the headwaters of a hidden river, the city of Cibola protected a well whose waters ran so deep they were filled with all the knowledge of the earth. He had written about it like it was a myth to consider in drawing rooms far away. But Ryan claimed to know where the river began, and he claimed to have the resources to find it. So Oliver became obsessed. A mythic city concealed from view, protecting the waters of knowledge. A fairy tale. But Oliver's determination made me wish to believe him. What do they want with it, I asked. Anything, Oliver said. Everything. With all the knowledge of the world at your disposal, the possibilities were limitless. Wealth, power, weapons, prestige. They want to claim and possess and control. And what do you want, I asked. To understand, Oliver said, and to stop something bad from happening. Ahead of us, the landscape cleared. In the distance, we could see a high shelf of red rock. Oliver pointed. He was breathless certain, his eyes fixed on something that wasn't there. That's where we're going, he said. It's there. I see it. I saw nothing but the clear evening sky. We returned to camp late. I expected movement, voices, and campfires. What we found was destruction and deadly quiet. Someone had torched all but two of the boats. Bradley and his men were gone, the supplies gone. I almost tripped over the body in the dark. Mr. Anderson shot through. He must have tried to fight rather than run. Footsteps led in two directions, towards the river and back the way we'd come. One a group of men, the second two treads that I hoped to God were John and Grace. We had not been quiet enough, and they knew our destination now. Bradley and his men cannot find the city first, Oliver insisted. It would be catastrophic. I told him it's unlikely they'll discover a city only one man can see, but he was unfazed. It was his duty, he said, to protect it from the likes of them. He began this journey wanting to claim it for himself, and now his tune has changed. They have a day's head start, and horses and supplies. We have one gun and a map and a purpose. I told him I'm unsure if I can do this. We should swallow our losses and turn back. I've come too far, Oliver said. His eyes saw something I couldn't. And besides, when he looked at me, I know I couldn't deny him anything. 
He touched my face, and in his eyes I saw nothing but wonder and possibility. I trust you to see me through. I cannot say I expected it would ever happen to me. After everything I've seen and done, it's tempting to not believe in the impossible. But I can't deny what's right in front of my face. I only wish it brought me some sense of peace. I fell in love the way other men fall off of cliffs. Without looking where I was going, I tumble headlong into the unknown. I only hope there is something left of me when I hit the bottom.